Well, hey, everybody. This is Bruce Pulver, co-host of Can I Have a Word With You? And I'm going solo today. Heather subbed for me last week, and uh, I'm going to do the same this week. So it's good to see everybody out here, and I hope that you are having a great week. So what are we? We're about a week past Valentine's Day, and I guess I'd ask a couple of questions. I, I hope you had a great time with your Valentine. Uh, whoever that was, might have been just with yourself, might have been with, uh, with a loved one. But I wanted to ask a couple of questions. Uh, my wife and I have had 28 Valentines together, and you know many of them have been uh, restaurants and uh, flowers and celebrations and strawberries and chocolate and all those kind of great things. But as we're a week beyond Valentine's Day, I guess I'd ask... Are the flowers still in bloom? Are there any chocolates remaining? Are the strawberries still fresh? And why am I asking you that? Well, all those times are fantastic, right? Uh, great enjoyment, great time to be with a loved one, if that's a possibility, um, getting back out into the world, etc. But um, what about making Valentine's Day a daily thing? And you know, we like to unpack words. We like to kind of think about the meaning of the words just by writing them vertically and using the letters to define the word. And as you'll see, uh, kind of unpacking here, the word that uh, I wanted to unpack today is Valentine's with a subtitle of 10 Small Acts That Can Make a Huge Impact. So what do I mean by that? <clears throat> well, let's get started. I looked at the word Valentine's and as I wrote it vertically, I uh, just came up with some things to think about. And maybe you can take some of these thoughts with you uh, throughout the year and maybe pin a couple of them. Maybe try to do one per week or, you know, some way that you can maybe implement these small acts which, you know, I've found can really make a huge impact. I know they make a huge impact when I receive them from others that care about me. And so I try to also encourage folks to flip those and maybe apply them to your life. So let's go ahead and, and unpack that. Let's unpack the word Valentine's. We'll write it in the show notes so you'll be able to see this. You don't need to take notes, but just maybe think about these kind of things. So if you just look at the 10 letters in Valentine's, that triggered 10 little things that we can do to maybe make a positive impact on a loved one in our life, whether that's a spouse, whether that's a friend, whether that's a family member, a coworker, just something where you can, can uh, step up and maybe implement these things. So let's go through them real quick. Okay, number one, the V in Valentine's is to be a validating voice. How often do we find ourselves kind of looking for maybe support, encouragement, and uplift. And if we see somebody doing something that is positive, that's, you know, stretching themselves, that's kind of putting themselves out on a ledge, maybe trying something new, if we can see that and just come up with a voice, come up with a message, a text, a call, a recognition of some sort, to just be a validating voice. Hey, you're on the right track. Hey, I noticed what, you, uh, what you're doing here. I noticed that... Uh, Man, I'm seeing you 
out here on the track more often, uh, you know, getting some walking laps in or whatever that thing is. Um, just being a validating voice because you never know what someone's going through. And it might be a step of improvement that they're this much discouragement away from stopping. So that would be the V. The A is an affirming acknowledgement. Yeah, attaboy. Um, I saw that. Well done. Keep trying. Um, those kind of things. So that's that's the A in Valentine's. The L is loving language. You know, there's there's a book out there called The Certain Number of Love Languages. I should know what the title is. Um, but everyone has a unique way that they like to receive love and also to show their love. So taking a moment to kind of understand and, and dig into the way that someone really receives their loving encouragement uh, is worth that small effort to be able to then articulate back to that person what their language is so that you can pour into them in that method, in that way, in that style, whether it's gifts, whether it's acts of service, whether it's kindness, whether it's touch, whatever those things are, uh, loving language. The E is an embracing encounter. You know, again, whether it's a high five or a fist bump or a handshake or a wink or a nod or a gesture of just embracing and, and encouraging someone would be the E. So how could you do that? Think about some ways that you might just be able to be uh, an embracing encounter uh, participant in some way. Okay, the end then is a nurturing nudge. How often do those, those help us? There's nothing in it for us. It's nurturing, it's pouring into. Uh, and how often does that mean something to us when someone actually nurtures us with just a slight nudge. Um, I would say that that's something you may want to think about doing. It could be a gift. It could be a handwritten note, something along those lines. The T then in Valentine's for me was a teaching thought. I really spent a, a good amount of time thinking about this. Um, think about opportunities where we are able, where we see something where we can, could possibly give a corrective action or a redirection, or maybe resetting someone. You see maybe a mistake, or you see uh, an error, or, or you see an opportunity to step in and teach. I guess my question there, as I think about this, is how can I do that in a way that is received as a encouragement, or is received as um, an, an opportunity to share some improvement uh, impact, right? Sometimes the teaching moment can be a don't do it that way or what are you doing or what were you thinking or didn't you know better or that sort of approach. And is, is that really going to be received as a teaching moment or is that going to be received as criticism? So I guess what I would say there is the small act, which could be the big impact, is how we approach and how we communicate and how we choose our words as it relates to us maybe stepping in. We're really, we're trying to just provide some guidance or provide some growth. But if we do it in sort of a um, unconscious way and just step in, uh, it might not be received that way. So just a little bit of thought there. The I then is inspiring inclusion. So who's not in the conversation that's in the room? Who's not included in the uh, activity that could be? 
Uh, so think about the surroundings. Read the room. Who might you be able to include that might be standing alone or might be um, maybe not someone that's going to get that phone call or that text that says, hey, why don't you come on out to the park? We're going to you know, throw the Frisbee or why don't you join us for or bring your dog? We're going to go for a walk all together. And it might be that person that just needs to be included and the inspiration that could could generate from that. Uh, you'll never know because we really never know what's going on in someone else's life. So think about an inspiring opportunity to include someone. Okay, then the N, the second N then is for non-judging nod. How often do we listen to respond when someone's really asking us to just listen? Me, uh, I can tell you that in our in our relationship with my wife, Oftentimes I'm listening to see how I can fix something instead of listening to just, just encourage in a non-judging way. So sometimes we just need to be heard and we don't need to be fixed. So think about that from a non-judging nod, just an acknowledgement that, yeah, I hear you or yeah, that, I bet that is tough and, and just continue the conversation to let the person continue with their expression uh, without judging it and just having a nod. Just, yep, and just follow along. Anyway, that's another small one. Not easy to do, right? Okay. The E then, the last E is an encouraging embrace. Kind of getting back to kind of how can we an embracing encounter, whether it's a, just a hand on the back, whether it's an arm around the shoulder, or whether it's a way to go, good job, nice try, well done, great effort some way to encourage in some sort of, you know, it could be a nonverbal embrace. Uh, just think about that as a way as well. And then the last letter in Valentine's, which is S, which kind of sums all this stuff up for me as I'm thinking through it, is being a sincere supporter. How often do we see someone else succeeding at something? Um, getting a promotion, getting uh, a speaking engagement in our world, um, closing that deal, um, you know, getting great grades on a test, um, seeing someone's relationship where they have joy. And how often can we sit back and say, wow, I wish that was me and not have as much joy for them as maybe we should or could if we didn't look it through the filter of us. So to be a sincere supporter uh, it's hard, right? Because we're looking at our goals and our progress and what we want to achieve. But if we sincerely are able to kind of strip that back and just absolutely dive in with joy for that other person, they're going to feel that. And at the end of the day, we're going to feel it as well because we're uplifting others. So to me, you know, what are some small things that we can do throughout the year while we're just kind of anchoring into the Valentine's Day season, a little bit each day, one thing per week, one individual encounter that we can jump in and do a little thing that can have a huge impact. So I would encourage you guys, as we think about moving forward through the rest of February and into the rest of the year, as we start looking towards spring here in, uh, in the Southeast where I'm based, that uh, we look at Valentine's as not necessarily being a one-time-a-year deal, 
but what can we do during the year, during the week, during a day to provide some encouragement just using these 10 ideas? Well, I'm going to wrap this up, keep it a little bit short this time. Um, so please, 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 if you like this, um, share it out, share it with friends of yours. Check out Heather Carter's information, her book, her blog, her opportunity to uh, inquire for speaking engagements at heathercarterwrites.com. And I would be honored to speak with you about any kind of needs you'd have in that same area, whether it's a virtual talk, if you're looking for cases of books for your staff, your employees, your book club, your church, your Sunday school class, uh, reach out to me at abovethechatterourwordsmatter.com. There's a contact me tab. You just key something into the comments and I'll get right back to you. So with that, just want to say thank you for joining us as we unpacked Valentine's. And thank you guys so much for joining us on Can I Have a Word with You. Until next time, it's Bruce Pulver signing off. Make it a great day.